You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. Good evening, everybody. It's that time again. It's time for The Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. Uh, I'm Laura Bellata. I am your host. I'm also the author and founder of Single in the City. And, um, uh, you know, I'm really glad and happy that we have so many people tuning into this show. And for those of you who are driving home on the 400 tonight and you're tuning in, hopefully we get to enlighten your your drive uh, with some great conversation. Last week, we did another edition of Guy Talk where we brought in some men uh, to hear and chat about their perspectives in dating and relationships. And after picking the guy's brains for about an hour, we figured, why not have a similar conversation? conversation with the ladies for girl talk and that's what we're doing today so today we want to welcome grego mino she's from the real housewives of toronto hello welcome back thank you for yeah. having me back well Yay. yeah and it's so nice to see you and we have angie seth she's the weekend news anchor over over at uh, global news Hi and there. Our millennial perspective and intern, Sojourner Francis. Hola, friends. And of course, my favorite and only co-host, Sandra Carusi from the Inside <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> she's also the executive That's producer. Our yeah. She's also the executive producer of this show. And as for Sandra, I just want to brag for her a little bit. Aww, so last do. weekend, she was at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal. She mm. was a correspondent for Global. Ooh, she didn't invite nice. me, by the way, but I'm coming Sweetie. next year. I didn't mm-hmm. get my invite either, Sandra. No, and Angie's she- the best because she's going to have me on her weekend stuff now. And Because I have a pen. I got a Global pen. She's <laughs> in now. You're in. <laughs> and she got to interview some amazing comedians. Not that she doesn't do that on her show already on Inside mm-hmm. Jokes, but tell us about that weekend. And did you learn anything about dating and relationships? You're funny because I told you a secret and now she, you just died to tell the world. I'm not telling. Uh, no, I'm not telling uh, your secret. I told her a boy secret. Anyway, so I got to meet, yeah, Jim Carrey. I got to interview Jim Carrey, which was ah, really exciting. Yeah. I know. Ooh. Pretty big time for me. And uh, Kevin Hart, I had interviewed him in the past. Uh, so the, he was there and like Jerry D is always a big comic and uh, Deborah DiGiovanni and a lot of great comics. So it was very exciting. So did you learn support. anything about dating and relationships? I did actually. Actually, comics are great that way because so much content in, um, they talk about and uh, comedy is a social commentary and it kind of changes things uh, in the world when you talk about, you know, relationships, marriages, a lot of the guys, like Jerry D's famous for talking about his wife who freezes bananas to make banana bread. I do that. <laughs> yeah, I he do makes that. fun of it. He's so funny. What's, so, what's so, wrong with Fra- that? Frank Spadone I was there. Too. Yeah. yeah, of course. He freeze almost anything. I know, but Jerry, see, <laughs> this is a guy, good. it's a guy thing, and Jerry's I like, I should have froze my eggs. Oh, 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 No, don't, don't you want them fertilized? That's not a show. <laughs> no. All right. Okay, forget about that. <laughs> okay, let's get on with girl talk now. So let's talk about dating in today's world. So how do you ladies feel about this new age of dating? Uh, who wants to start? Angie? <laughs> well, let's, let's ask see, the married I've, ladies. I've been dating now for, no, 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 no. I've been married for many, many years. I, old, I'm, I was old school. Yeah. Um, when you and I were chatting yesterday, never thought to, I, I mean, after I, I got divorced, marriage was never in the plans. And gosh, how would you meet someone? I was terrified. How did you meet your second husband? I've known him since second year university. Oh, you cheater, <laughs> cheater, yeah. cheater, cheater. <laughs> but he, a good friend. And then he, he very romantic. He waited till uh, two years after my divorce. And then he asked me out. Isn't and he a peach? That's a he, and and it was way. funny because he always loves it when I tell this story. Because when we, I was always the DD. 
amongst all of our friends. <laughs> and so I drove him home and he kind of leaned over and he says, hey, do you want to go to a movie on on Tuesday? And I was like, oh, sure. Let's you and the gang. And he's like, um, just uh, maybe Aww. just you and me. Aww. And I was like, are you asking me out on a date? And of course, I started laughing. And he's like, oh, uh, no. OK, so maybe we don't. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. Stop. Rewind. Erase. OK, ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> and... That's how that kind of started. Mm. But, wow. That's really sweet. And Gregor? Well, you know, I'm, I'm not dating now, but, but uh, I know all my friends who are find it very difficult. Um, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the, it's difficult to, fi to find their soulmates. And sometimes they, they just give up on love. They mm -hmm. give up mm -hmm. on, on... That's me. No, yeah, you no, can't give no, that's up. Why. You have to keep going. And that's, I, exactly. That's why you have to keep, you have to believe. You have to have and faith. And you have to hire feel, people like me, matchmakers. I'm inspired. <laughs> I feel like, especially I, in this technological age where you have, you can just choose anyone by the, like a swipe of the finger. I think it's what's, that's what kind of sets us back, right? There's so many options and that you file through so many people, it just becomes like stressful. You're just like, true. I'm going, it's like having all these interviews and never getting the job, you know? It's like true. You're but just so true. Relationship trying. should be that way. I mean, my eldest is dating. She met him. She's 23, right? She's 20, 22. And she was at a, a bar with a friend and he went up to her and asked her to dance. Oh, wow. they've been, they've been dating fashion. Good, good old fashioned. They've been dating for like two that. years. And, and I like that. you know, so I was like, all right, old fashioned. That's, I, like that. I, I would be terrified to do the internet dating. Terrified. Oh, yeah. No. Well, I think uh, not enough people find or choose the right medium for them. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if you're 50 and you're out there dating again, don't go on Tinder. You know, no. don't yeah. be swiping left and right because or plenty of looks, fish. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> their <laughs> fish is all right. Because those, exactly. Yeah, that app is all about what you look like. Mm -hmm. I go, I go on the um, on the Tinder where everybody's got something wrong with them, like one leg longer than the other. It's called Hinder Tinder. Oh, I like <laughs> I that. I've never one. heard of that one. That's and then I do the Fort McMurray one called Cinder Tinder. Okay. Is that too soon? <laughs> too soon? Too soon. I waited a year for that, Angie. Okay. Just, I've been dying to tell that joke. Ever All right, I'll give it to you, but <laughs> in, in quotes, too soon. <laughs> You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. We'll be right back. This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. We're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. With Girl Talk, we have Angie Seth, Greg Omino, Sojourner, and Sandra Carusi in studio here with us, and we're having Girl Talk. And Sojourner, I want to ask you something because you're the millennial of the group. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest struggle about dating today? Biggest struggle would probably be I guess too many people to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woe is me. <laughs> no, like uh, I think the biggest struggle is um, everyone's kind of really immersed in social media. And so they're separating your real self from the self mm -hmm. that you kind of mm -hmm. portray online. Yeah. And I feel like especially wow. as Got someone like not even to shoot my own horn, but like even someone that's like uh, like tr attractive, like, you know, people think, oh, yeah, like you're attractive. It must be easy. But I think it's like because you just have all these people coming in at you for different reasons you never know who's actually there to want to get to know you mm -hmm. or they're because like they see you on social media and they project this perceived idea of you already and like expect you to be a certain and way. And when you are attractive, there's less likely that they would actually come up to you in person because they're intimidated. Yeah. And do you feel more exposed? Well. Like do you feel with all of, all of the social media and the Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, do you feel like you're more exposed that you can mm. have that opportunity to have that private moment, that private 
time to build mm-hmm. a relationship versus everyone wants to put it out there. Yeah. Um, not even, not necessarily even expose. I think the great thing is as well, like with social media, it, you control it, right? So you control what you want, like parts of li- your life that you want to let out. I don't even think it's that. I think it's what people t- take with that, right. take and do with that and what they, their ideas of me that they create. Um, sometimes people get to know me and they, they kind of like, especially like even as like a black girl in a racial dating, like, you know, a lot of guys that maybe aren't black will, you know, have certain ideas of how they expect me to be. Wow. And it's just oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I can, it's I like, I can understand mm, that. No, Absolutely. Like, or yeah, like I'm told, I love black people. Like, you know, I love black women. Yeah, they, like, it's a label. Y- yeah, exactly. Like I love hip hop and rather yeah. just like, I mean, I listen to other music too. They think, <laughs> so hold on. So they think that you're easier. Is that what they mean by that? Um, what, what, what about black women? I don't even know the stereotype. With like, like black women, just like even like a guys that aren't black, like trying to act as if, or trying uh, to talk to me like as cool. if that's the they only way that they can kind of get they my can, attention. Yeah, and that's, like, like, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So are like, sup, what's up? Yeah, yeah they're just no. like, oh. they're so hey, cool. Mom, like, no. It's just like, no, you, could, like, you no, didn't no, have to I do don't. that. Okay, okay, next question. Grego and Angie, I know you both have daughters. So what advice would you give your daughters when they start dating? Uh... Well, mm. the one thing I, I've told already told my daughters, I go test, 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 test him, mm-hmm. test him, get mad at him, do outrageous wow, things. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, because you need to know whether or not where where is it going, mm-hmm. what, and what do you want out of this relationship? Yeah, right. Well, so. I'll, I would tell my daughter, never date a jealous, possessive, controlling mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I did mm. when I was younger. You know, I was naive. And I we thought, deal with it. Yeah. We put up with it, well, right? Because we don't know any better. He was my first, my first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And of course, you think he's uh, he's the one. Absolutely. He's the oh, man no, of your yeah. life. Because you think he's showing love by doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Been yes. there. But and you have nothing to relate to. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's your first. It's no, your first. You right. Know. Good point. And, and, yeah, you're and right. And there's something always wrong with you, but never with them. Yeah. And that was like a year. It was the such a hard year you know he he controlled like my friends and even my family yeah. and and you lose yourself but thank god this relationship you know didn't last but i i learned so much from that and i knew from that day that i will ever be with a guy like that no ever mm-hmm. absolutely sandra what would you what advice would you give your two sons about uh dating yeah I'm already in, I'm actually, I'm not even joking, trying to make them the best husbands prepared for relationships now on expectations that I set and, and also a fair, equitable partnership. In other words, I don't think, uh, you know, so I try to be as responsible as I can as a woman, because I know that's what they're going to look for. So I try not to be over dominating or over, um, you know, the way I really am. I try not to do that. (laughs) So my advice is just be happy and, and, be true to yourself. In and other be words, be a gentleman. Be a gentleman, but don't mm. conform to what's expected and be who you are the exactly. best you can. And don't mm. let, like I've already said to my daughter, if he asks you to change something about yourself, mm. that relationship is not worth pursuing. Mm. And, they and, need to like you as you are. Yeah. And, and, and ladies, so many guys are confused about uh, being a gentleman. Like, how do you feel about that? Men need to be gentlemen in my eyes. Oh, how yeah. do you guys feel I about that? I think that comes in many different forms though. It's yeah. not just opening the door and paying the check. Mm-hmm. It's, Paying attention and listening. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. respect. And it's it's even little things. My husband yeah. knows I love to read. Well, I think it's a gentleman when he buys me a new book and mm-hmm. just leaves it on the uh, pillow. And okay, being this guy's a super, attention. Uh, superhero. And my boyfriend rubs my back and my feet. I love it. Okay, yes. can I? Yes. I don't want to hear this. Stop right now. 
I'm going to start crying. Please, carry on. But Sandra, those are things you'd want your your sons to pay attention to. And and it'll be those little things. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day because I'm sorry, if you're going to be spending that much money on roses that are going to die in three days, Mm -hmm. not happening. Every day is Valentine's Day. And by the way, every day. Grego's husband, Pierre, threw her amazing party. I saw it on Real Housewives and he's another babe. Yeah, we're coming. Grego, next time, we're coming. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, it's break time. (laughs) We have to take a break. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. Stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to talk about home wreckers. Now, back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. We're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. Thanks for tuning in. We have Angie Seth from Global, uh, Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto, and our intern Sojourner here, as well as Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, my lovely co-host. And now I want to talk about home records, okay? So, ladies, how do you feel about women who are aware that they're dating a taken man? Greg, I want to start with you. Well, for me, it speaks of the lack of integrity of that person. For me, I, I wouldn't be comfortable or friend with someone like that or someone who does that. Yeah. And I think people have to realize too that karma's a bitch, you know, mm-hmm. and it's going to come back to bite you. It it's, really well, is. Let, let's, put, let's put it this way. I mean, imagine if it's your it's, husband or right. your yeah. partner. Yeah, put yourself in that woman's so, shoes, I'm right? Like, I'm yeah. very pro-woman as well. And like to me, it just it's mind-boggling because as another woman, it's just like how do you – do that like you know what yeah. I mean you you must have so like at least two friends yeah. that have experienced that same thing how mm-hmm. do you feel being the other woman like even if you don't even know the, the woman it's just like a level of respect yeah, exactly. like, in terms of like womanhood like mm-hmm. you know well, why would you how do you sleep well or like yeah. feel right doing yeah. that I had this big conversation sorry because I was with some friends uh, on the weekend a, a wonderfully married couple for why are you many saying years sorry again <laughs> Because I'm talking. <laughs> That's okay. You're allowed to talk. You're the I boss. Know. You're the boss. Um, <laughs> no, you're the boss. <laughs> and so I was expressing how I have a lot of male friends and one who I became friends with when he was separated. And he since got back with his wife and I pulled back from the friendship. And he said, well, why are you doing that? And I said, because you should be targeting that energy of friendship towards her right. and re- getting that relationship back in gear. Um, another male friend, we've been male fr- uh, friends for years. He gets... He always assumed we'll be friends for the rest of our life. I said, no, the second I get one or a boyfriend or you get a girlfriend, focus the energy. Right. I, I, You know, I, I believe in male-female relationships and friendships. I have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful. And as a woman, be responsible for... I don't even have to know that woman, but I am responsible to pull back. This is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that relationship had to be home, honed between them two. I cannot, he cannot say, oh, I had a hard day today. No, go talk. That's exactly. part of a relationship yeah. building, communicating. sharing with her, not with you. Right. And I think they separated because he wasn't communicating enough. Mm-hmm. And I told yeah. him that. Mm-hmm. And so when you want to have that conversation about your day, talk to your wife. And, yeah. and anyway. And it's situations like that that really pit us against each other in that Bingo. whole competition atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. why would you want to be part of that baggage relationship anyway? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's just like, you know, as you get 
older, get away from the baggage, get away mm-hmm. from the stress, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. learn from your mistakes. It's crazy. But- there was an article on Snapchat where this girl talked about why she loved dating taken men and the whole, <gasps> yep. like, yeah, and really? the, the whole chase of, like, the fact that they love me even it's though they like have someone in a it's committed a relationship. It's a sickness. Sorry, why did she say that they don't love her? Let's just qualify that. She thinks they do, yeah. but they don't. Or no, choosing her even though they have yeah. someone. It's a yeah, mental no. illness. She yeah. needs to get yes. help. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Right. I was so disgusted. Yeah, I mean, disgusting. It is. Give me your name. How about women? How about here? She was in Toronto. So how about women who target the mistress? As a scapegoat, and find you know instead of targeting the guy or getting mad at him. When Good they point. Find out. Yeah. It yeah. takes that, two. It, it does take two. Yeah. And I guess coming back to your point, women understand women. You kind of say, well, hold on a second though. What if the shoe were on the other foot and I was pursuing your man? Mm-hmm. What, Let, how would you but, be feeling? Like I guess it, again, it. it, it I, comes but with down some to women, it's out of sight, out of mind because they feel in their minds if I, if I don't know that that lady, then it, it you know I don't feel so bad about it. Well, it doesn't but, become a there's no emotional attachment. That's you right. haven't put a face to mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. or individual that you're yeah. affecting. I mean, I, I think the man is as much responsible oh, yeah. and or even even more yeah. so. even more so. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. So we, it's easy he to should, blame the mistress. Who, you know, but I think the man yeah. is, he shouldn't have stepped away. Okay. Yeah, Let's talk about sex for a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why, why do you think that a lot of women fake orgasms? <laughs> Sandra? <laughs> um, to, well, assuming I've had them, uh, I'm just going to say yeah, okay. they had to, we have children in the room, by the way. Um, they don't know what that is yet. They had, well, they had to, uh, well, because I, I would imagine women, they want to, show that they're pleased and plus they want to finish up and go and eat like yeah. everybody else I don't yeah. know exactly. they want to make it fast so <laughs> well, yeah. they can okay. go to bed quickly you know what I think it is though as right. well I think a lot of it is like the whole like industry of sex in general and our what we grow up believing and like how sex goes is that once the man finishes it's done it's like, Jerner, you know, we've done so Jerner, I'm sorry but at your age what is it 20 21 22 I would never yeah. have even thought about faking an orgasm okay oh yeah why <laughs> well because back then you don't have as many responsibilities you don't really have kids to attend to not that I do but you just you don't have like a company you don't what's have that got any, to do with faking I yeah. think because faking comes from like you're tired right you just yeah. want to get it over with but yeah. you want to keep Keep your yeah, partner but, happy. Yeah, you want to so make you wanna, happy, yeah. yeah, you want to fake it and mm-hmm. be like, okay, we're done now, so I can get on what you said. I want to go eat. <laughs> I'm gonna watch my TV or show I on watch, Netflix. I gotta watch. And plus, I, I have to do watch laundry. The Housewives of Toronto, exactly. And laundry. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I know yeah. we are. Okay. Um. So, why? What message would you give to younger women that haven't quite realized that their own sexual pleasure is just as important as their partner's? Who wants to do talk about this? They could read about it one. just like, you know, the old days. <laughs> <laughs> read or about it like Sam talking about it. Down to the level of self-respect mm-hmm. and loving themselves and saying you are worth 110% just yeah. like everybody yeah. else. And, and as far as that individual with you in the bedroom, hey, it's two people that are supposed to be enjoying this, mm-hmm. yeah. not one. And I think it's yeah. also about bringing up women, like t- letting them know, be aware that you're just as much as a sexual being Absolutely. as other yes. men are. Mm-hmm. Your sexual pleasure is just as important. And in the you're way that only- you want to be, yeah. not exactly. the way you're expected to be. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so they say that sharing chores is the third highest factor in successful marriages, being uh, behind infidel- fidelity, not infidelity, and a happy sex life. How important are sharing chores in your relationship? 
Gregor? Oh, yeah, it's very important. I think we, for me, I mean, Pierre, I know like we have busy lives, but he, I need him for, you know, to, to be involved. I mean, if not, you get frustrated, you're pissed you're mm-hmm. off, and, and that anger. Uh, Does he mop the floor? <laughs> n- no, he doesn't. <laughs> My boyfriend does. Do you know what? I think, I, I don't know, if, I feel like a lot of men undervalue how important those that chore the sharing is. Yes. So yeah. important. I have yes. a lot of married male friends here. I just finished talking about that. But let's say I, I know them and they'll go, oh, my wife doesn't put out or whatever. And I'm like, what are you doing to get her warmed up? Because I'm going to tell you, you wash those dishes, she'll never fight with you. Yeah. She <laughs> will take you right upstairs and make it happen. I'll tell you right now. Or just because well, clothes you... off the ground and just, yeah. you know. Like, I mean, and in, in my, in our family, it has to be 50-50 and I work weekends mm-hmm. I'm by by one o'clock I'm gone and I don't come till one in the morning so my husband wow. is is mom mm-hmm. on the weekends so it's got to be 50-50 110% and that is one of the most attractive things about him what a great conversation we're going to continue when we come back you're listening to the dating and relationship show on talk radio AM 640 Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. And we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. We have Angie Seth here, Greg O'Minot, Sojourner the Intern, and Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes, and we're having girl talk. And we're uh, I want to talk about um, well, I have a question for Angie actually. Okay. <laughs> so you're on your second marriage now. Yep. So what kind of things did you learn in your first marriage that helped you with your second marriage? I learned a lot about myself, which is important. a great deal of what, how important it was to have that self-confidence because, and, and, I, and I will say this is true, a divorce is almost worse than losing a loved one to death mm-hmm. because it you just feel completely defeated for whatever reason as to why like it's a happened. failure right mm-hmm. absolutely and i had a, i had my a, a small child with me and i had to sort of say you've got to get up in bed every day and mm-hmm. breathe and carry on with your day and be a good role model for this little girl so that she knows life does go on and i learned um learned a lot about myself insofar that when i eventually my, my my husband did ask me out and I agreed to go out on a date and it then went towards a relationship. Um, I needed, I realized it has to be completely 50-50 and it wasn't in the first marriage. Um, it wasn't supposed to be all on my shoulders. I did have rights. I did have a life. I did have an opportunity to have a career and I needed my husband to completely respect that 110%. And if he didn't, then this wasn't a relationship I should be going in. And most importantly, I learned how to listen to my gut. And did you have a clear view of what you were looking for in your second relationship? Well, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I okay. never was. Um, but this it was someone that fell I fell on your lap. It did. And this Stand was someone up. I knew everything about. <laughs> That's going to happen to you. I, exactly. No, my lap is waiting. Yes. <laughs> this was someone I knew everything about. And I mean, in maybe, many ways. maybe I was lucky that way. But we went through a long <laughs> dating period beforehand. So that was a real testing time wow. for me, for That's us great. to realize this is going to happen. Because there was no way I was going to go into a marriage and then have it not work out. Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about open relationships. And I want to hear from all three of you, maybe even four of you. Here. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on open relationships? So swinging and the polyamorous lifestyle. 
Mm-hmm. Sojourner, well, you're young. You, I think <laughs> you're young. She you must be a swinger. No, <laughs> no, but like they get into like girls and girls, and they're not really like the spectrum. She talked lesbians, about being on the spectrum, yeah, but, and um, I think that's I think sexual. Yeah, sexuality. What you prefer though is also different from like what you are interested like what kind of relationship you want to have with a person right um for me i don't think i could do a polyamorous relationship yeah i think i never understood people that can yeah i feel like you know what it is though i think that you have to be very um centered in yourself and very like aware that you're okay with someone you know having because i i mean i i get it in theory you know the the fact that <laughs> you know you can like enjoy your time with one person and they can also support you enjoying like connecting with other people um i guess yeah i can understand that concept but i don't know if i could necessarily mm-hmm. do it myself um i do give a lot of props to people that are very like okay with that though. Grego? Well, i Grego? think you know it's 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 it might sound really fun and exciting when you're in the you know, yeah. what's so moment. I don't get it. What's so fun but, and exciting? But, but you know, about okay, let's put some. Sp- but at the end, there's always I f- there's always someone who's gonna get hurt. Repercussions. Okay. Yeah. That line, and and mm-hmm. like I know a couple that actually try you know that threesome and mm-hmm. got divorced. Yes. because oh, wow. I do too. So do oh, I. Yes, yeah. and because the third party fell in love. Yes. with one and. Yeah, and this, they end up oh, divorcing. Wow. It's, it's, yeah, it's I, I, I can't believe you both brought, we all know somebody. There's yeah. like only five people in here, and three of us know yeah. we're a couple. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same couple or not, but uh, <laughs> but it, it I, I the guy I know, they had a very active lifestyle. It's called the LS lifestyle. I think the it's very, I mean, to your point, Grego, it's, it's mysterious. It's, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's daring, mm-hmm. it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But it's terrifying, and I, I mean, I was, yeah. whoa. Um, yeah. Well, we can't, we're not judging, by the way, everybody. Yeah. We're not in this room. We're no, having I, a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. I, and yeah. I know I know people that it works for. I know a couple who's done it for 20 years, the lifestyle. And for them, it works. For a lot of people, yeah. it does. I think I, I've also have a lot of friends, empty nesters, who are looking for a little spice, like Grego said, and they're thinking of doing this. And I think they have to be going in with their eyes wide shut. Uh, and, um, and really, because it wasn't that? movie about yeah, that I was about to say right. <laughs> well I thank you I yes. guess that's the difference right I think there's a difference between wanting to do it to maybe fix like if I, I use it as a solution in your relationship mm-hmm. like going sure. about it to like kind of fix something and then doing it because like you're fully aware that that's something both people are okay with yeah that's, exactly that, and that's, that's or the you're decision bo- you've yeah. made together or you're bored yeah. within your own relationship yeah. there was there's something missing in the yeah exactly and so they opted but for that Yes, well, and and look, they're divorced now, and it's quite the norm because they're. Hey, listen, there are quite a few sex clubs here in Toronto that mm-hmm. are pretty busy. Packed. <laughs> no, packed. They're packed. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Really? Very. Mm-hmm. It's becoming you know, more, Greg, more. You common. and I are so <laughs> <laughs> not in the and, know. And, and the sad thing is, some some of these guys you meet online will ask you to go on mm-hmm. to one of these clubs for a first date. Mm-hmm. That happened to me, and I was just I, like, ah, oh, deal breaker. I've been solicited as a single woman uh, yeah, yeah, by couples. We have quite to take a, few, a break. Yeah, we'll come back to that. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio AM 640. We'll be back. Now, back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Vellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, we're back. Thanks for tuning in. 
we've got Angie Seth, Global News Anchor, uh, Greg Omino from The Real Housewives of Toronto, and Sojourner, the intern, Santa Cruz, of course, from Inside Jokes. And uh, you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. And we're having girl talk. And before the break, we were talking about uh, sw- the swinging lifestyle. And Sandra had a, a point, and I cut her off. So go ahead. The point is that um, Angie's kids are in the room. If they go back to school using the word polyamorous, we have a lot of <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A lot of people don't even know what that is. But yeah. yeah. Okay. What yeah. was cute was Angie and uh, Grego, who've been married for many years, were not aware that the prominence of this lifestyle that is becoming. Because, like Laura said, a lot of these clubs are out there now, and there's lots uh, coming about. And uh, and it's just either is it one of those things that existed before, and then it's just becoming more popular? Of course, it's always yeah. existed. Yeah, always, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. More open. More open. open. Yeah. Because hey, of social I, media. I, I, I lived in Ohio for a year. I lived in Ohio for a year and it was big there too. So So it is. It happens everywhere. Listen, and whatever works for people sometimes, but again, it's just everybody from my experience of people, not my experience, my experience of people who know is to just really know what you're getting into when you do it. Mm -hmm. And understand where it's coming from, like why you want to do this. Right. Okay. On to the next topic Uh, because I have so much to say. Uh, Okay. So, uh, for what, if a woman comes off too masculine when dating, do you think that she should compromise <laughs> being herself to get a partner? No. Me. Mm. She's talking about me because every week she gives me a sisterly advice. It wasn't tone just her down. me. It wasn't just me. Okay, I, it's the 15 no. other Honestly, matchmakers I'm, in here. I'm going to say no. I suggest no. the yeah, for you yeah, and it, I have to love you for yeah, you and I've totally. learned that. Done. I agree. I, yeah. yeah. So in my marriage, I settled for who I was not. Yeah. And uh, that didn't work out well. So, I, and I now I've since then I've had I health don't, issues. Okay, but wait a second. No, I'm we're not, not picking ta- on you. We're not yeah. talking about completely changing your personality yeah. and who you are. It's just toning down that masculine energy. Yes. So you're almost like are a little softer. You know, so you're more approachable. So guys yeah. don't get scared off by you because, you know, you sound like a truck driver. So Not then, that you but do. What happens though is if you, if what happens <laughs> when you do do, do that and then you're yourself, do they go, whoa. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's happening here? Welcome yeah. to my life. Okay. Okay. My no, sweet yeah. little angel. That's, that's, that's what I would ask. Listen, right. okay, I, I have a friend uh, who, she goes on dates with these guys and she drinks way too much and then she starts arguing with them and yeah, she's no. like, starts, you know, she's the loudest one in the yeah. bar. I have a friend like that too. Yeah, and yeah. so, and, yeah. and, and she's been single for 13 mm-hmm. years wow. and she wonders Shocking. why mm-hmm. she's not meeting anyone and I, I keep saying to her, you know, read my book because I talk about <laughs> reading my book. I love it. You know, I, I love <laughs> I love Laura so much. And every time I ask her, every time I ask her, I tell her, tone it down. You know, you can't act like that on dates. And I know because I went on a date with her. She's Sandra's dying over here. Because every show I pick on Laura and say, every show is about how a guy falls in love with Laura. But today was about her book. Book. There you go. No, but seriously, <laughs> you need to like really look at yourself mm-hmm. and, and well, what and what that, are you putting out there? But maybe mm-hmm. that comes down to also um, maybe not changing yourself so that you're attracted for someone else, mm-hmm. but changing yourself so that you're a better person for yeah. yourself. And yes. when you're a better person for yourself and you feel better and feel more confident, that is more attractive. Laura is correct. From someone who has a strong male energy as myself, I'm a comedian, I'm a radio host. Those are two X's on my, for a lot of men. And and we talk about it on Inside Jokes with female comedians. I actually interviewed Deborah DiGiovanni last week and we talked about it. And every other female comic and I, who are straight, talk about it. uh, Because men, uh, traditionally, uh, high in the list, 
uh, of attractiveness from women to men is the funny thing. Mm-hmm. So men have to be the funnier one. They don't necessarily like well, women who are funny. Yeah. So yes, yeah, it's a male energy thing to be well, funny. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. men don't necessarily want to, you know, date the the loudest person in the bar. Well, just because you're funny doesn't mean you're. Well, doesn't mean you're loud just because you're funny. Even no, but I'm just saying. I am, but being like loud or whatever. <laughs> I think it just also comes down to because I, I know that's something that I struggle with myself. Even like as someone that's trying to like get a head start on their career is that like especially a lot of women today we're so um forcibly trying to like become be seen as like an equal person like someone that's just as capable as anyone else and so you're always in boss mode um Mm -hmm. that that masculinity does sort of shine through and i think that's something that i'm starting to learn like you know because we all have that feminine quality we're all women you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like we it's all inside of us i think it's just sometimes we forget to kind of switch it off when we get into dating and Mm -hmm. kind of like tone it very good point Mm -hmm. uh my friend uh has a dance studio she teaches friends i do Uh, (laughs) it's actually the same friend I talked about before she teaches men and women like couples dancing for their wedding and stuff oh, like nice. that Ooh. and she's doing that right now love you. Yeah, ballroom dancing yeah well oh, you're a yeah. professional yeah so yeah. she said a big problem she's always yelling at the women saying let the guy lead yes let the guy mm. and that's isn't that and that's what so I'm taking yes. ballroom dancing yes. classes right now and that's where I have it's it's hard for me to let go to mm-hmm. the man has to lead in in the, in the ballroom dancing and <laughs> right. I just can't let it I have to lead <laughs> and that leads to the relationship and why I think there's a miscommunication and a distancing in relationships because women have to learn to receive and when they learn to receive they can't complain he doesn't do anything because you're doing it that's why he doesn't do anything yeah. don't do it you and almost have surprised. to play dumb dumb sometimes you know yeah. let him fix your life oh, yeah. I know this other woman that I, I I date coached and and her problem was she she was too masculine and this guy that came into her life she knew how to do everything she rides a motorcycle she knows how to fix everything so the guy would show up and she'd be like I don't need you for anything mm-hmm. well if well, you don't need him for anything that? but just what sex like i do <laughs> i, I want to be that needy one who wants you for your money because apparently that goes far with guys i don't even want to tell you what happened okay it's break time <laughs> we'll be right back you're listening to the dating and relationship show This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. So I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. So what's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's an old trend that we're seeing, and that's buyers can breathe. With the recent downtick, properties are staying on the market for a couple of days. That now gives buyers some breathing room to make a decision. But buyers make sure it's an informed decision by viewing a selection of properties with your realtor so you can confidently act fast to get your perfect property call or email me with any questions they can reach you at hep at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000 thanks sandra now back to the dating and relationship show with laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca on Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey guys, we're back. It's Sunday night. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm here with Angie Seth, a global news anchor, as well as Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto and Sojourner the Intern, and of course, Anna Crucy from Inside Jokes. And um, I want to talk about uh, the women's movement, okay? So how do you feel about the women's movement in terms of reclaiming freedom over our sexuality? Who wants to start here? I'm just going to say something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) I think 
women's movement is great, obviously. I think what's happened is it's confused both men and women because we have not... Uh, told men or showed them how to evolve with us. So it intimidates mm -hmm. them, they pull back, and there's a massive alienation between the genders at this point. And I think, I know you're talking specifically sexuality, uh, but that's what Sex in the City did for us, so we don't really have to talk about it. The show did it for us. <laughs> right. But um, like, what, what do you mean I by that, I think I'm talking, you know, how provocative women yeah. are nowadays. And I think, like, you know, you know, what I wear doesn't define, you know. I think well, some women want to walk around with no tops for me it does. on. Mm -hmm. and well, I think maybe it's not necessarily wanting to be more provocative. Maybe it's so, it's it's celebrating who they are and showing that level of confidence mm -hmm. to say that, but at what level? To what level, though? Maybe to the level I that, think people that should keep they're their comfortable clothes on, <laughs> uh, which which I agree with. Mm -hmm. But if a woman wants to dress sexy and she feels comfortable enough in herself to dress that way, that is her choice, and she's doing so. If she's dressing that way um, for other means, mm -hmm. then I would say now I think you're degrading yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and totally sexuality agree. as well um, in terms of uh, having sex with yeah. whoever you want, whenever you mm -hmm. want. It's okay for guys. Yeah. Why can't it be okay for women? I don't think that's ever going to change. I just think we're all hard. I hate to say it. Let's just admit it. But we're hardwired. There's a book called uh, Dawn of Sex that just talks about uh, the history and how caveman days and all that stuff and how not much has evolved. And it's a lot of how we're hardwired as mm -hmm. nurturers and gatherers. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, men are, I, are the hunters. And I think sexually, it always came down to, even in the animal kingdom, about choosing a partner for reproduction. Production. Right. And so women would choose based on certain features men have and, and vice versa. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it, at the end of the day, too, I think the reason why there is that, like, you know, um, separation as well as because we're cl we're claiming it ourselves it kind of makes it uncomfortable it's like we've been so used to being seen as sexual entities like being over sexualized that when we claim it ourselves and like I'm projecting this like this is my body I'm okay with it and it's not for your own mm -hmm. personal pleasure how about the Kardashians though isn't that just That's horrible little, yeah it's a little yeah. much like the naked yeah, I, I, I don't know guys I, I so too, yeah well I think but it, well, she's posting in front of like a, a, I know her but phone and she's like just I got know. her breasts yeah, on my like, covered in like, her yeah, crotch. Yeah, it, does that help us? It no, doesn't help no. us, but it helps it's, them. It's it degrading to women. It's I for think. a different. Yeah. If it's, it's for a, a different girl, purpose. But if you go back to someone like Mary Tyler yeah. Moore, oh yeah, yeah, she broke the mold big time, mm -hmm. and it wasn't a sexual mold, but she broke it in so many different ways mm -hmm. in the way she wanted to define it. Okay, so guys, our time's up. I could sit here all day and talk to you ladies. This was so much fun. Yes. This is why I yeah, love doing you. this show. Yes. And hopefully, you know, you tune in every week, guys. So I want to say a special thanks to the ladies, um, Grego, for coming in. And if you want to see more of Grego, you can uh, check her out on The Real Housewives of Toronto. And you social can, media. Yeah, and social Gregomino. media as well. <laughs> yeah, what's your uh, Instagram? Gregomino. Gregomino. Yes. With a T. Yeah. Angie Seth, uh, you can watch her um, on Globo on the yeah. weekend. On the weekend, 6 and 11. Yeah, and Sojourner. Mm -hmm. Sojourner. You can follow me on Instagram at Sojourner Friend. Okay, and... Uh, I we, don't know, me too, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. created the show. So we have a giveaway. Uh, we're giving away a $100 gift certificate from the Beauty Bar Medical Clinic in Toronto, as well as a copy of my book, Single in the City. So you can find the contest info all on the Dating and Relationship Show Facebook page. And if you'd like to, uh, you know, keep up with Sandra, you can hear her on Inside Jokes at 8 p.m. on Sundays right before the dating and relationship show and you can follow me on Instagram at Laura underscore Bellotta. and uh, that's it have a nice week everybody Thank and you. Uh, yeah we'll see you next week ciao for now Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.